It's like it didn't want to go live there. All right. Hello and welcome just a family. This is giving you something to talk about or just a live TV as I like to call it. My name is Melissa Kretschler. I am your host. I'm an identity coach, spiritual teacher, business mentor, and creator and founder of not only just a live TV, but also the Women Supporting Women Can Network. Today's episode has been sponsored by Phoenix Identity, which just so happens to be my identity coaching company. I'm offering you the Empowered Warrior Women Challenge. It is a five-day challenge on how you are giving away your power and how you can start taking back control of your life. And that goes hand in hand with what we're talking about today. So today's episode is, what do you do? Why do I feel stuck, right? <laughs> Who doesn't want to know why you feel stuck? And I, I'm super excited for this episode. I take notes on my pre-screening. Every, ep, every pre-screening that I do, I take notes. And I have three notes on, on this pre-screening. And it was literally just what we were talking about today. As soon as we, we talked about it, that was it. That, that, that was the goal. So today's episode, again, why do you feel stuck? We're going to get into that. It's one of my favorite topics. And I say that just about every episode, but this one truly is. And to do that with me today is Susanna Butcher. Susanna, would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah, thank you so much for having me, Melissa. Um, I'm Susanna. I'm a money mindset coach and mentor helping women in business, specifically if they have money-related trauma um, and money blocks. And I just help them to overcome those and build up their sense of self-worth as well. Um, so my business is called Calmpreneur, um, but people can find me on Facebook as Susanna Butcher. Absolutely. Sounds great. Well, thank you for joining me today. So I was just about to type into the comments. So we, when we had this, you had originally mentioned analysis paralysis, which I thought was just fantastic wording for exactly what we're going through today, right? Analysis paralysis. You have, you feel stuck, right? Everything that you do. Um, how many times as individuals, sorry, as I'm like undoing my hair here, um, how many times as individuals, uh, a day, a week, a month, uh, we were talking right before we started about the full moon energy that's happening right now. And it's like, how many times do we get stuck with the different scenarios, the different energies, the different things going on in life? And it's like, why am I stuck? right? How many of you, so for anybody watching or catching the replay, how many of you have asked yourself that question? Why am I stuck? Like, why do I keep getting stuck in the moment, getting stuck in this emotion, getting stuck in this situation? Why do I keep getting stuck or feeling in a rut? Well, we have that answer for you today. <laughs> and that's why I love this. And for you, you detailed it with that comment. Analysis paralysis is perfect for it. Because that's exactly what it is. Um, it's not, there's more detail to it than that. But at the same time, it's, we're so busy analyzing what's going on that we're not, we're not thinking about the solution. We're, we're, we're analyzing the issue. We're analyzing the, the momentary struggle that we're in. Yeah, definitely. And I think the, the problem is, is that we have access to so much information now right so for every problem I know that even in my early days of parenting every problem straight to google what's what does this do, 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 do. so we're used to just finding answers quickly for problems but, but we get into trouble when we start using google for our business decisions and things like that because of course you put anything business related into google there are literally you know thousands and thousands of different web pages all giving different advice and i think you do get stuck in this analysis analysis paralysis because it's almost like the more information you have the more stuck you feel and the more you procrastinate because you kind of build things up to a level where it's like, oh my God, <laughs> like, where do I even start with all this stuff? I can't make a decision about all this stuff. So yeah, it just gets really, really overwhelming. And that's the key right there it is it does get overwhelming. I know for my case, particularly, I, I do that, right? Um, I, I mentioned it on an episode a few days ago. I was in the kitchen, I was frustrated with my daughter because as soon as I get up to do something, it's like, mom, 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 like the minute I get up. And I find that um, 
I was sitting there and I was looking at the kitchen and I'm looking at the house. And I know I've mentioned this before is, you know, my husband's down and out right now. He dislocated and broke his ankle, had surgeries and a cast. He's not no pressure allowed on that foot whatsoever. So he, he can't do anything around the house, right? Like he has to raise it and elevate it, all that. And so I'm sitting there and I'm looking at my bedroom. I'm looking at my girl's bedroom. I'm looking at my house just in general, because he's now camped out on the couch and I'm looking at the kitchen and I'm just like the last few weeks, I've not felt stuck, but I felt very unmotivated and I felt very um, just disappointed. And I, I looked around and I was getting madder and madder and more frustrated and more just disillusioned with the way that my house looked and everything that was going on. And I finally, I, I lost it in one second. And I said, listen, I said, I can't do this. I said, I'm overwhelmed. And I, and I, my whole family was sitting there and I said, I'm not mad at you. I'm not frustrated with you. I'm overwhelmed, right? I'm feeling overwhelmed. I look at the kitchen. I'm overwhelmed. I look at here and here and here, and I'm overwhelmed and I need help. Mm-hmm. And, um, by the time my episode was done that day, I think that was Monday, my kitchen was spotless. My kids had, done the kitchen they had cleaned it up um but again it's obviously back (laughs) back close to the way it looked not as bad but close um well well asking for help because I think that's always really like can be quite a difficult thing to do I think for me like I'm one of these I'll do it but I'll moan loudly about it kind of people so like I'll huff and I'll puff a little bit that's my hint to give me some help so I'm really like you know go you for actually saying look I need help (laughs) that was really really commendable (laughs) well and it's it's not easy you know and not just me but anybody it's how for anybody watching or catching the replay again how easy is it for you to say I need help how easy is it for you to say you know like I'm struggling and not only that, but without putting it on everybody else. Do you know what I mean? That's one of the biggest things that I find is what I'm feeling and what I'm experiencing. If I don't put it on other people and I don't make it their problem, I don't make it their fault or blame or shame or guilt or anything along those lines. It's, Hey, I'm having this problem and I need help. And that's really one of the best ways I know to get my family to pick up that slack and help me is to not guilt them or demand them or it's, it's to express, Hey, I'm feeling this way. And it's the sympathy and empathy Mm -hmm. and, you know, understanding of, Hey, I know what that feels like, right? Like you look at my daughter, uh, if her room is an absolute disaster, she refuses to clean it. And it's like, I understand it's overwhelming. Let me help you get started. Right. And it take, it helps you take that pressure away because it's not going to be overwhelming for me. It's overwhelming for her in that moment. And that's what I felt in the kitchen is I was overwhelmed. It wasn't their fault, but I knew that I needed their help to, to kind of push me into that. So, um, but today I woke up today and I was feeling really good and really motivated and probably the full moon energy. Cause I was reading one of the horoscopes <laughs> while I can do it myself. I like reading everybody else's. Um, I was reading a horoscope and it's like, oh, this full moon energy is in cancer and it's like very manifestation, right? Like manifesting success and just putting things into place and reevaluating is a very big key right now. And so I'm sitting there and I'm like, yeah, that I, I actually feel that way. Like I feel really motivated and I feel really positive to do things. And then it was like my husband went outside for a cigarette. So I'm like, I have to help him in. So every time I'd sit down to do something, I'm like, are you ready to come in? So it was just that back and forth. But we feel stuck not only because of overanalyzing the situation, but the overwhelm of okay, what do I choose to move past this? How do I move past this? Can I trust my own decisions? Can, and that's even another one, right? And let's let's break some of those down. Even that one right there, can I trust myself? Yeah, definitely. And just going back to what you said about that, you know, at the moment, things being really difficult in your life, it's, I think it's really difficult to go with the flow sometimes because you're, you know, you want to be moving on the business and doing stuff over here and yet you're being pulled over here and that does cause a lot of resistance um um, yeah so self-trust is a massive one as well and I think that we you know we lose we lose our sense of self-trust a lot and that can really keep us stuck um when we're trying to make these decisions because if you think about it like when we're when we're growing up right we get 
we almost get told not to trust. So from immediate, you know, immediately when we kids don't talk to strangers, for example. So say you've got someone in your family who you don't want to be near, but your parents are going like, oh, you know, give him a cuddle, go and sit on his lap. And you're, you're you know, you're thinking, but I don't, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that thing. Um, so we're, all, we're automatically taught to kind of ignore and suppress our natural feelings and our natural sense of self-trust. And even with things like intuition as well, like I remember being a child and like when people came over to visit, for example, children will very often want to like perform. They want to do little dances or they want to get their homework out. And, you know, quite often that can be shut down with, oh, you know, stop showing off. We'll let the adults talk now. So, again, we, we're, we learn very quickly to make sure that the people around us are pleased in a way and we, we keep our own intuition and our sense of self-trust kind of gets just just basically gets shoved down and I see this a lot with women in business is that they don't trust themselves to make decisions and I remember when we had our first conversation we were talking about the fact that when we have these decisions very often we search everywhere but within <laughs> for the answers to things we you know we're asking friends we're asking business colleagues we're posting in Facebook groups it's almost like we've lost the ability to think we got this like we can tune in to our wisdom our higher wisdom and this supercomputer that we have in our brain and yet we we don't you know because we don't we don't trust ourselves we don't have that you know sense of intuition as well yep absolutely and not only that, but so many situations, right? We automatically internalize everything. So if you're in a relationship and that relationship doesn't work out, right? There's a ding to your trust. If yeah. you go on a job interview and you don't get in the job, there's a ding to your confidence, right? And trusting in yourself is confidence. It's courage. It's power. It's feeling all those things and being able to say, okay, I got this. But not only that, the lack of trust in yourself is also holding yourself accountable. I think a lot of the times when we look outwards for those answers, when we look for the validation and the, the, hey, you know, do you think I'm capable of doing this? Should I do it this way? Because if that person says yes, and that person, they're not holding you accountable, right? They're not saying, hey, what do you think? Do you think you're confident enough to do it? Do you think you're going to get it? Do you think, right? And then if something does go wrong, it's on them because they were the ones who told us we could do it. They were the ones who told us, right? And so I think even that, just that, that flip logic of, you know, I'm not accountable if it doesn't work. It's, you know, if you hire a business coach and it doesn't work out, well, the first thing you're going to do is blame that business coach. Well, no, if the business coach is telling you, hey, this is how I do it and you're trying to do it their way, maybe their way isn't your way. So one of the reasons I started my own business coaching or business mentoring practice was because I'm like, what do you want? <laughs> Never mind how I've done it. What do you want? I'll teach you how I've done it. But if it doesn't work for you, it's not going to work. <laughs> so yeah. how do you? Oh my God, I love that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that so much. And I think, you know, I've been there myself. I've made that, that mistake, been in business for like over 10 years. And over the years, I can't tell you the amount of people that I followed online. A lot of them were kind of male, quite kind of bro marketing techniques. And I thought, oh, I'll do that because if they if it works for them, it will work for me. And it went against everything that I, I kind of valued, really, all my core, core values. And yet I still did it because I didn't trust my own abilities. And of course, it didn't work for me because... I, I, it felt icky and it didn't feel very aligned and I'm very kind of uh, gentle and nurturing and those things just wouldn't have ever worked for me but it you know I think a lot of it in business is kind of finding your way a little bit and feeling your own way but at the same time realizing look hey you really know what feels good and just try and focus on what feels right well, um and I think that's with the work I with emotional freedom technique it, you know you're very much focused on how your body feels because our body holds a lot of answers for us there's a lot of yep. wisdom there yep different different aspects but same outcome right my i literally named my my business mentoring practice my biz fits me because it's like you think about it um if somebody is judging you or if somebody's telling you how to do something or what to do What's one of the first, what, what's one of the first comebacks that we come up with is walk a mile in my shoes, right? Walk a mile in my shoes. 
And when somebody says that to you, it's not just you saying it to that person, it's you actually understanding that it is your shoes, right? So if I work with a business coach, I have my own business coach and she lets me walk in my shoes. And when I have an issue or a problem that comes up or I need guidance, she says, what do you feels best? Here's some, here's some options. Do any of these feel good for you, right? Try them on, see how they work. It's like a new pair of shoes. Now, don't get me wrong. When you first walk into your own shoes, they still blister, right? Because you have to, you have <laughs> yeah. to shape them, oh <laughs> right? That's the trying yeah. them out. But, but if you try to walk a mile in somebody else's shoes, you're not going to succeed at that. It's going to hurt. You're going to be sore. It's not, you know, it's not like breaking in a comfortable pair of shoes. If they're not the right fit, if they're not the right height, if they're not the right style, they're not going to work for you, right? You might be able to just pass in them, <laughs> but you're not going to walk that yeah. mile. So that's why it's, you're not meant to walk in everybody else's shoes. So when you're feeling stuck and you're in a situation where you're questioning yourself, you're questioning everything, absolutely get guidance, but understand that the answer to that solution is still within you. Definitely. I heard a really good term. Um, I think I was listening to Amy Porterfield talking once and she spoke about, an, I think she's an author and coach, a lady called Brooke Castillo, and she refers to having time for super thinking, um, whereby you literally, you know, however often you want to do it, once a week or every day, you literally just sit down with yourself and you super think. So say you've got a problem or there's something that you, a product or service that you want to create, sit down with yourself, with your journal, meditate and write because, you know, it, 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 it's within you. It's, you know, learn, just learning to trust yourself. That's a really good first step, I think, is actually spending time with yourself and um, giving that yourself that gift of even if it's just 30 minutes a week to just sit with a problem and see if you can find the solution or see if you can come up with ideas or inspiration for something. Yep. So my biggest lesson for anybody watching or catching the replay, my biggest lesson for you is when you're feeling stuck or in a rut, the first thing you need to do is understand that your emotions are in the way. When you can't see your way out of a situation, your emotions are holding you back. Um, and I'm going to explain that process pretty quickly, or I'll try to do it quickly. What ends up happening is no matter the situation, no matter, you know, even if it's just literally feeling stuck in a stagnant lifestyle, right? You're going to focus on how you feel. And that's great. Every, every situation start with how you feel, start with how you feel, because that is exceptionally important. You have to feel whatever it is that you're feeling. But what you're feeling is telling you, hey, something needs to change. Hey, something doesn't feel right. It's time to, to move forward. It's time to do this. Those emotions are not there to keep you stuck. Those emotions are there to propel you forward. But when you sit in those emotions for too long and you don't know how to quiet those emotions and process them and let them go, not let them go as in, I don't care, but say, I acknowledge the emotion. Um, I'm going to sit within it, it for a minute, see what it's trying to make me feel and, and understand. And then I'm going to be like, oh, okay, now I know what the situation is that's that needs to change or that is bothering me. Now I'm going to calm those emotions so that I can think logically. And when you start to think logically, that's when you start to feel unstuck. Because when you take away the emotions that are cluttering your brain, now the solutions start coming in, right? Those things that you thought, oh, I'm not worthy enough to do that, or I'm not confident enough to, to take that action or whatever it is, you've lost your power, you've given it away. Hence why I said today's sponsor was good for that is you've given your power to those emotions, right? You've given your power to feeling stuck. So when you quiet that again, you're able to get the solutions, the logical solutions of, oh, I never thought of that. How many times have, has somebody said something to you and you're like, I never thought of it that way. Yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden you're like inspired to make changes. Yeah, definitely. And I think that 
Um, another thing that can really help when you're in that situation of just that complete stuckness is just use visualization and kind of mentally rehearse ways that you might be able to change things like I'm I'm a great fan of small start really small really really small because you don't want to freak out your nervous system you know that just what is the smallest thing you can do to take a you know a tiny action whether that's making a phone call or tidying one corner of a room or going online and researching about something for 10 minutes you know what's one tiny action you can do and then literally mentally rehearse yourself doing it because very often when we mentally rehearse or we visualize our brain doesn't really know the difference between what's real and what's imagined so then we can start like you said you know cultivating better feelings more positive feelings then that will help us then to take the action that we ideally would love to take oh for sure and not everybody watching or even anybody listening to this is going to know what to do to kind of quiet that right and and do the visualization and the small steps, right? Because everything, when you're emotional, everything feels huge. Everything feels huge. When you're stuck and overwhelmed, the smallest little thing. And that's when people say, oh, you're making a mountain out of a molehill, right? That's because your emotions are so heightened. You're so emotionally charged and unstable that it's like, okay, add another thing to that, right? The straw that broke the camel's back. So I love that visualization, journaling, uh, meditation, music therapy, art therapy, right? Whatever you need to do to calm those emotions, even if it is, right? Even if that small little step is doing one of those practices, right? Doing a meditation, you know, do a deep breathing technique, do the 15 second box breathing, right? Inhale for five, hold for five, exhale on five. You have no idea how physically and emotionally that that works it's transcendent yeah, it, uh, yeah it's really good and i i use tapping a lot so i'll very often have when i'm in that, that state of pure overwhelm and i just can't think straight because you just can't make any decisions or yeah think about anything when you're in that state i literally just use tapping and i will tap on all the points and i just say oh my god i'm so stressed right now it's all just too much. I don't know what I'm doing. I feel really sick in my tummy. I've got this tension in my chest and I will literally just tap through and just say how I'm feeling and get it out because we don't very often honor our emotions. And, you know, it goes back to what you were saying about actually being with those emotions because the problem is, like you said, the more we suppress, the more likely we are to just go like that if we drop our toast on the floor, right? We just start crying. Oh my God, I dropped my toast on the floor because we haven't honored all our emotions in the lead up to that. We just keep pushing down, pushing down and then it all just comes out at once. So if you can do something like all those practices you mentioned and, and tapping is a really good one as well. Um, yeah, that can really help to calm, just calm your body down so that you're more able to think straight and clearly. Yep. And I, I can't stress this enough is your emotions are valuable, whether they're positive, whether they're negative, whether they're, it doesn't matter. They're, they're valuable. They have a purpose and a meaning and society over the last six, seven years has tried the bypassing, right? Emotional bypassing, spiritual bypassing, gaslighting or gaslighting ourselves and not giving ourselves the tools, techniques, and, and processes that we need to actually process, right? There's a purpose for that. And so people just stay stuck or they pretend that everything's right. Fake it till you'll make it. No, enjoy the ride. Like Just enjoy the ride until you get there. If you actually focus on where you're at, even if it's, if, even if it's feeling stuck, if you focus on where you're at, and you're taking those steps to actively get out of there, how much power does that give you? How much courage and confidence do you feel once you get out of that rut and be like, I did that. Like I, I actually got myself from feeling this way to feeling this way. There's nothing more powerful yeah. than that. No, I absolutely and I, when I work with clients, like when I do tapping with clients, for example, they very often say like, oh, it feels wrong to say the negative stuff. Like, I feel like I'm putting it out into the universe. Like, it goes against the law of attraction. But 
you know, the law of attraction isn't about suppressing your emotions. It's about honoring them. Like you want to honor them so that you can let them go. And, you know, once you let them go, you're in more of a state of surrender and openness of allowing. So that puts you in a good state because like you say, you can't, <laughs> you know, you, there's no point putting wallpaper over a cracked wall, right? So I feel that's what I, I used to be like with the law of attraction, because I would think, oh, the law of attraction doesn't work to me. And I, I knew I had a lot of stuff that I needed healing. I needed a lot of things that I needed to work on. I, I used to just think, I just think positive thoughts, say affirmations, it's going to be fine. <laughs> but it wasn't because I had stuff underlying that I needed to work through before I was in that state of peace, inner peace and harmony i suppose the law of attraction is for okay so the law of law of attraction now while i don't disagree or agree with it i i'm kind of on the fence with it the same goes for uh many practices that are coming out nowadays they're they're not they're teaching in the moment coping skills but they're bypassing at the same time right where the law of attraction is great if you put it out to out into the universe I'm amazing. I'm great. I'm going to be the next Oprah Winfrey. I'm going to buy my lake house, whatever it is that you're putting out there. That's great. But when you're in the middle of something and you're, you know, you can be feeling really down. You can be feeling really negative. The law of attraction is for negative self-talk, right? So if you're saying I'm stupid, if you're saying I'm unworthy, if you say nothing's ever going to change, that's the energy that you're putting into that right? It's the intention behind it, right? That's the law of attraction is the intention. But if you catch yourself, so there are people out there who I know personally, who do say stuff like that, it's never going to change. I don't like my life, all of this. You're just calling in more of that because you're not actually saying to yourself, okay, I need to stop thinking this way. This it's not working for me. And obviously something's not right. If, if I'm still thinking this way, use it, right? those emotions are and thoughts and the way you talk about yourself those are meant to be used not outwardly but inwardly and say hey you know like we are our own worst enemy uh, the you know everybody is a bully but we're bullies to ourselves right we just outwardly project that yeah and that's not okay, right? Our biggest relationship is going to be the one within ourselves. If you look at, and I've said this a hundred times and I'll say it a hundred more. If you look at the person in the mirror, if you look at yourself, right? And you're saying really toxic, negative things about yourself or your lack of ability or your lack of capability, your lack of responsibility. If your best friend, your partner, your child was up on a stage and somebody was talking to them the way you talk about yourself, would that change how you feel about that person? No, it wouldn't. It wouldn't. It wouldn't matter what anybody said about that person. If you heard your best friend, your partner, your child talking about themselves the way that you talk about yourself, how would that make you feel? Would you tell them to stop? Would you tell them that's, uh, that's unacceptable and that they shouldn't be doing that? Probably, but we treat ourselves that way. Yeah, we right? do. And I think that that's really interesting, actually, because that ties in with self-trust. And when we think about building trust with other people, we think about, you know, what standards we hold, um, what ethics we hold in terms of our relationships with others. So that would be consistency, that would be apologizing when we're in the wrong, that would be, you know, starting small and gradually building it up. And yet we expect that of others in terms of building those trusting relationships. And yet if we turn that inwardly and we're really talking to ourselves horribly and we are sabotaging our health in some way. We're, 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 we're not, you know, we're, we're basically losing the trust that we have with ourselves. So to cultivate that self-trust, then we need to be consistent with ourselves and we need to speak kindly with ourselves. And if we are, do beat ourselves up, we need to say, hey, me, I'm sorry that I said that to myself earlier. <laughs> I didn't mean it. I'm sorry. You know, just building that relation, relationship up with ourselves really, really slowly and, you know, turning things inward, that trust that we expect from others, let's apply that to us, the relationship that we have with ourselves as well. Absolutely. Unconditional love, right? Yeah. I have unconditional self-love. I absolutely do. I love everything about myself. 
even the things I don't like. That's the difference. There is a huge difference between love and like. I always love myself, but I don't always like the way that I look. I don't always like the way that I act, but it's holding myself accountable and responsible, right? I get to choose how I act. I get to choose how I look. I get to choose how I inwardly and outwardly express myself to myself and others. And I, I have that right and that responsibility to hold myself accountable. So again, when you're feeling stuck, it's going back to our topic is it's, it's your stuck, right? It's not somebody else making you stuck. And, and I know that uh, that might not sound helpful, but it's true, right? We control 95% of our reality. We control with our thoughts, our beliefs, our actions, our words, our expressions, and our decisions. We control that, right? If you feel unworthy, you're going to put yourself in positions where you are unworthy. If you're feeling stuck, it's because you don't know which way to go, or maybe you're overwhelmed or you're overanalyzing and you're not listening to yourself. You're putting yourself in that situation. Now, I'm not trying to put shame or blame or guilt on anybody, but I will hold you accountable because I hold myself accountable, right? If I'm in a place where I don't want to be, I'm the one who's accountable for that. Yeah. Unless it's the 5% yeah. life bus that hits you on its way past your yeah that happens sometimes <laughs> yeah that definitely happens sometimes yeah I think it's um with that kind of uh that stuckness as well it's thinking okay how would I approach this like almost like being your own coach in a way like if this was my friend saying to me I can't make a decision on this you know what would I say to them would I suggest that they could I don't know if it is about a decision um, with regards to business, maybe say, okay, well, you've got all the information you need. How about you make a decision by 12 o'clock lunchtime tomorrow? Um, you know, hold them accountable, you know, hold yourself accountable. I'm going to make this decision. And I think we're so, we get so caught up in like, if I do this and then I'll do this and then this will happen and this will happen. And then we go that way. And if I do this and I do this and I do this, we overthink it so much. Sometimes we just have to step on that path and get started because the truth is we don't know the outcome until we, until we're there. And it's that fear, I think, sometimes of, like you said, about the shoes, stepping into the shoes. It's scary when you when you choose, when you make that decision, that choice. But the great thing about choice is that you can change your mind. <laughs> if, if that decision isn't right for you, hey, go back to that one. What's, what's the worst thing that can happen at the end of the day? Yeah, absolutely. So what do you think? What do you think about feeling stuck? What what do you think we we you know, maybe haven't gone into enough detail about or or something that we may have missed about feeling stuck that that our audience would benefit from hearing. Um, I think we've covered most things. I think that it's it is that overwhelm. It's just being really mindful of it. It depends on your stuck, I guess. You know, if you're in a really like crappy situation with your life and you're depressed and low, then that's a different stuck too. I've got all these business decisions that I need to make. Um, so it depends on your level of stuck, I think. I think that always be really compassionate to, towards yourself if you are feeling stuck because it's a, it's a normal human emotion. Like we all feel at times that we are just stuck and that we are in this analysis paralysis and there's there's too much, you know, there's life admin to do. There's the normal ups and downs of life. As you know, with your husband, my husband's got a, a lifelong illness as well. You know, it, it's really hard at times and just really give yourself that sense of self-compassion to start with and just really starting slowly I think I think that would be my main kind of takeaway from this is not to put too much on yourself and yes by all means be accountable but you know just start small especially if you're in that crappy stuck place rather than the other one give yourself permission and give yourself you know some grace give yourself some forgiveness you know um 99% of the time when we, when I say that we are creating our own reality, if you're stuck or in your, you're in a situation where you're depressed, or you're unhappy, or you're, you know, in an abusive relationship, whatever it is, give yourself some forgiveness for that. We don't consciously know that we're creating our own reality. That is not a concept that most people are readily aware of. 
unless unless somebody says to you hey like your action your actions are created by yourself right you're like your reality is created by yourself you're like what what are you talking about this person did this and this person did that no but you put yourself there right mm -hmm. and it's not a shame or a blame. You need to give yourself some forgiveness. When you start to forgive yourself and you start to say, I have the power, not only did you have the power to put yourself there, you have the power to get yourself out of it, right? Yeah. And it's, it's taking those baby steps, whether that is coming to somebody like myself or Susanna, anybody that you feel comfortable with, talk to them, right? And get into some sort of practice or belief or whatever that you're going to calm your emotions and actually logically start to think of even just little baby steps that you can take to get yourself motivated and get yourself going into a healing, happy journey. Yeah, I think sometimes, you know, it's it, a lot of these things are to do with like traumas as well. You know, I think we have all these trauma responses and very often, like you're saying about you know choosing your reality it's 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 because that's what you're used, used to and we even we we thrive on familiarity and habit and patterns even sometimes when they are negative and they aren't serving us in the best way so if you feel that that applies to you like if people are listening and they feel stuck and they feel that that is due to some kind of past trauma that they're choosing a particular relationship or a particular situation um with mine mine was always around um poverty I had like a poverty consciousness where I felt more comfortable being poor than I did having money and I had to do a lot of work on that because I knew that that was due to my own kind of past relationship with money so I think if people feel like there is something yeah just compassion and take that time to heal like you are worthy of having that you know that time to heal for yourself and building up that self-love because everyone is like worthy and deserving no matter what their situation is Oh, for sure. I, I was going to say something and I can't <laughs> life of me where I, I do that all the time. <laughs> I do that all the time. <laughs> yeah. It's one of those days, one of those days. Um, yeah. Like I can't even remember. I'm I'm actually sweat like it's so hot in the UK here tonight I'm literally like oh my god I'm like dying in my office because it's like this wooden hut so yeah my brain's a bit fuzzy at the moment and you guys <laughs> you guys have like air conditioning or you guys don't normally need like air conditioning in that hey no we literally never normally need it like our summers like we get the occasional week where it's really nice and then it will just rain a lot um but yeah the temperatures are kind of above and beyond what we're normally used to um so yeah all the grass is like yellowing which is we don't really see that at all and once it goes over probably about 26 i'd say that's when we start to get a little bit uncomfortable <laughs> yeah. so yeah if you guys are over 30 we're like oh my god i think we've got that coming next week so <laughs> we're quite usually so our weather here and <laughs> we'll just transfer this conversation for a moment our weather here we go from minus 50 to plus 50 with the humid humidity and wind oh, chill wow. and all of that yeah so it's we have quite the range through the seasons and I feel stuck <laughs> because I love where I live but it's crazy because I'm allergic to the heat and sun and my daughter is allergic to the cold. So with it being such a wide range of weather, it's like, it's a little bit too much. Um, either way, it's yeah. a little bit too much. We kind of need something that's just nicely in the middle for the most part. So if anybody knows of a place that's yeah. like early to, you know, like between, excuse me, 20 to 26 year round let me know <laughs> that's that's kind of my limit so uh year round yeah maybe I might move there <laughs> we'll see but um feeling stuck is is a mindset and honestly it it just depends on where you're at and what you're feeling and you're right it, it is going to be unique and different for everybody it's not going to be the same for you know, I could be in a, the exact same situation as you are, and it's going to be completely different because we are completely different people. Um, we were talking about uh, law and attraction, and I think that's where I was going with 
with what I had wanted to say. Um, it's, again, the way you talk about your situation, right? Um, you can jump from goal to goal. You can jump from road to road. You have that flexibility. But when you're in a situation where um, you want to get out of it, if you're trying to make a change because you're feeling stuck, but you're saying, I can't do this. I, I don't know where to look. I don't know where to turn. I'm never going to get out of it. That's counterproductive. Absolutely yeah. and utterly counterproductive. That's not going to help you get out. Um, yeah. But at the same time, those are the feelings you want to embrace whatever it is that you're feeling, right? The negative self-talk is not what you want. It is, it is a last resort that, hey, something's got to change, but it's not how you want to go about that change. It's when you can say, okay, this doesn't feel right and I need to make some changes. What area do I need to change? What area should I be focusing on, right? We have unlimited answers within ourselves because we have all our own answers. It's just having that yeah. capability to find it. Yeah, definitely. And I think that it's about sometimes getting really honest with yourself. And, you know, we do make excuses sometimes. And we always can, we can find those excuses because they often start with, I can't, da 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 because da 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 um, and a really good reframe around this. So if you if you're constantly saying to yourself something like, oh, I can't start a business because I don't have time or I can't grow my business because I can't invest in a coach or whatever your excuse is, instead of that, because replace that with but luckily. And this is a tip from um, some really great psychologists here called the Speakmans. So you say, I can't I can't um, grow my business, but luckily I got access to the internet and I can find some free courses on Udemy or um, I can't leave my job, um, but luckily I can make a plan for my future. I can think, okay, you know, in 12 months time, I can, you know, perhaps leave my job then. So yeah, replace that because with, but luckily and see how that helps you to just like reframe, <laughs> reframe those thoughts. Cause reframing to me has been really like a game changer. It's been like, we, we have all these thoughts today, thousands and thousands and thousands, you know, 90 or percent of them are negative. Uh, and so I think it's 90% as well are the same thoughts that we had the day before. So if we're always thinking these negative thoughts all the time, then yeah, we are going to get, we're just going to get the same results. So we need to start intercepting those thoughts when they come. So the minute that you catch yourself, and that's the key, you have to catch yourself, you almost have to make a noise or click your fingers or clap your hands and think, no, let me really call this, call this out. Let me call BS on this thought and just see if this is true. Um, Cause that can just, it's just that, that disruption can be really powerful just on its own. Yeah. One of the things I really notice on, on top of that is remember I was talking about the intention behind, behind your thoughts, right? So let's say, let's say you're broke. Um, I think all of us at one point or another have experienced being broke. So let's say you're broke and let's say you are trying to figure out ways to make money. You're feeling desperate and you're feeling like, I don't have enough money. I'm not going to survive. This isn't going to work. Right. We're talking about law and attraction. We're talking about intention and feeling stuck and how to get out of that. When I say that 95% of your life is created by your reality, right? If you're sitting in a desperate emotion or a desperate feeling and you start taking action based on that desperation, that's the law of attraction, right? That's, that's why people use the law of attraction. And I really think that's where the idea of it came from is that if you're filled with desperate energy and you're filled with that desperation of creating something or attaining or achieving something, you're taking desperate action to get that. Now, from all of us, we know that desperate action is not always healthy. That's, that's a toxic action, right? So with the law of attraction of that, when you're taking that desperate action, you're not going to see results. As a business owner, as, as a CEO, entrepreneur, business owner, how many times have I rushed and put out readings and put out launches and put out all of these things only to hear crickets 
because one, I'm doing it from a desperate place. Two, I'm not thinking about it and I'm not putting positive intentions on it. I'm putting the desperate intentions of it. I need money. What can I do to make money fast? And I'm not doing it for the right reasons, right? I'm doing it because I'm desperate. That is a negative a negative outcome of feeling stuck and that's not going to work to help people actually move forward. That is where the law of attraction comes into play, where I'm putting desperate energy into doing this. That's not going to work. No, a hundred percent. And this is like core. Cool. So I've been there myself, like uh, been in poverty quite a few times. And the problem is when you're in that situation and you are anxious and you're in fight flight freeze mode all of your energy basically goes to your body okay and it comes it takes away from your brain it takes away from your capacity to think straight and to make decisions so the absolutely best thing that you can do for yourself in those situations is to love yourself and take yourself away and meditate and calm the f down basically because when you're making decisions from that state you're not making good decisions like you can't think logically there's no way you can find sensible solutions and you're more likely then to think what do i need to do i need to oh my god i need to sell this product really cheaply or i need to create this thing really quickly and it's not aligned with your purpose it's not you're not creating it from a place of this feels really good and i love this thing and it's beautiful that energy, people can tell that energy, they can tell it from posts and they can read it in emails and they can see it on video. So the best thing you can do for yourself is just calm your body down, like literally meditate or tap or do, you know, do whatever you need to do to just calm down and then start looking at solutions and then start thinking about, you know, ways that you can make money. Yep. And it's funny because it, it's such a catch 22. We, t we say to calm down and it is, it's calming your emotions, right? Because that desperation is an emotion. It's a feeling you want to avoid. Well, you know what? It isn't a feeling. Um, a feeling is a physical feeling, right? Like you feel something physically An emotion is mental, right? When you have a certain thought and, and I always use this was one as an example, if Susanna, if you were to call me a bitch, I'd be like, yeah, okay, your point. Like, yeah, I'd admit it and I'd agree with it, right? But if I turned around and said that same thing to you, even if it was from a, a positive intention, right? Because that word doesn't bug me. Very, very little word wordings bug. The only but word that absolutely will throw me into a fit of rage is the word useless useless i cannot stand that word um nothing is useless right so that word that word irritates me beyond belief but the other person is not at fault for saying that right so if you turn around again and called me a name the way i react emotionally is based entirely on my belief of what that word means. My reaction is my belief, right? That's emotional. Where a feeling is pain. A feeling is having, you know, your toes stepped on. A feeling is feeling scared in a situation where you should feel scared. It is a physical a physical reaction. Now, when you have an emotion, especially a charged emotion, that emotion is it, you feel it physically, but in a different way, you feel a rise in energy, you don't actually feel that emotion, you just feel the rise in the energy that mo emotion is creating, right? When people say I'm high vi vibrational, that's even negative emotion. It raises the vibration of your energy because of that emotion. So the des desperation is a, is a mindset. It's an emotion that's created by your thoughts, right? And by your beliefs, yeah. those aren't healthy. So it's calming your emotions. Now, when you're looking to move forward and get yourself unstuck, let's say as a business owner, right? If you wanna be unstuck and you're feeling overwhelmed, you feel into what to do. You said if it's not aligned to your purpose, if it's not aligned to who you are and it doesn't feel right, there's a difference in that. Your feelings will tell you right from wrong. 
your feelings, not your emotions, your feelings, right? That's your intuition. That's your internal guidance. That's your sixth sense, your gut feeling. That's, that's what guides you. And when you're emotional, you're not listening to that guidance system. Mm-hmm. You're acting or reacting based off of emotion because a reaction is an emotional response to something. A response is actual logic. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> Rent <Yeah>. done. <laughs> I think as well, you know, when we when we're in that state of overwhelm, this is a mistake that I that kind of led to me burning out really was I was so I was in kind of such a mess. I was in this kind of stuck state and yet I was really busy. So it's it's like that kind of stuck in motion thing, if you like. So I was so busy all the time working really, really hard. And actually the best thing I could have done would, was actually just to take myself away from my desk <laughs> and go out somewhere and look after myself a little bit better. Um, Cause our, you know, sometimes we think we just have to push harder, but no, sometimes we just have to actually push back <laughs> and give ourselves a little bit of time and, and self-care rather than just thinking, oh my God, I need to just keep typing and working on this thing. You know, let's, let's work, you know, look at your, your business from down rather than being stuck in it all the time yeah all right well is there anything you'd like to add before we get going um absolutely anything oh bless you thank you and yeah I mean if if, uh, any of the guys listening are interested in kind of money trauma and uh, feel like they have money blocks when it comes to their business then feel free to follow me on social media I run um, challenges quite a lot free challenges where it's just like five days we get together we do some tapping we do some workbook activities they're really really great value um yeah feel free to come and join me for one of those absolutely anything else about our topic no I don't think so I think that we've kind of got got stuck in there quite a lot I've really enjoyed our (laughs) conversation so yeah Absolutely. Well, thank you for joining me. I really appreciated this episode. Thank you, Melissa. It's been great. All right, just a family. That is your episode for today. Please like, follow, and share the show. If you'd like to reach out to either myself or Susanna, please feel free to do so. Our links are in the description of this video. Our sponsor today, which happens to be a Phoenix Identity, Empowered Warrior Women's Challenge. This is a five-day challenge on the five ways you may be giving up your power and making yourself feel stuck, unconfident, and unable to move forward. Go and check that out. Link in the description, the Empowered Warrior Women's Challenge. Also, if you want to upgrade that, it is free to join that five-day challenge. If you do want to upgrade, it's $25, and I will teach you the Empowered Warrior Women Ritual, because that one is pretty exciting, and I love it. All right. Well, like, join, follow the show, join our newsletter at justalivetv.com. If you would like to be a guest speaker of the show, or if you would like to see a topic featured, please reach out. We are always looking to give you whatever you want to talk about. So join us at giving you something to talk about. All right. That is it for me. I'm your host, Melissa Kretschler. I wish you all a wonderful afternoon, morning, or evening, depending on where and when you are watching. And I will see all of you on the next episode. Bye.